It's Thursday, the 18th of March, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the Commonwealth Bank enters the buy now, pay later sector, boosting competition, and the winners should be consumers. Plus, the vaccine booking system opens and is immediately swamped by people wanting a jab. Warnings that the next few months could be particularly tough for small businesses, and retailers say the good times are going to keep rolling. Our lead story today, Commonwealth Bank will launch its own buy now, pay later product to take on market leaders after pay and zip in payments giant PayPal. The bank's 4 million retail customers will get access to the service and it won't charge merchants any more than the current card transaction fees, thereby undercutting buy now, pay later offerings. It's the biggest play by a major bank in the buy now, pay later market so far and should introduce significant new competition. Ironically, Commonwealth Bank owns 5% of Swedish payment provider Klarna and the new product will compete directly. The buy now, pay later groups are also pushing into traditional banking territory. For example, Westpac has done a deal with Afterpay to white-label deposit products and PayPal recently launched its similar pay-in-for product. Commonwealth Bank's launch demonstrates the extent that new payment products like Afterpay and Zipco have disrupted the market and the fight for consumers, particularly young customers. In any case, the eventual winner of all this competition should be the consumer. The days of paying ridiculously high interest rates on credit card loans are effectively over for customers willing to shop around. New payment methods will make shopping, though not necessarily credit, easier and cheaper. In overseas news, US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is looking for global allies to reach agreement on a global minimum tax rate for multinational corporations, according to the Washington Post. Tax rates paid by multinationals is a very contentious issue around the world, including in Australia. Rideshare group Uber in the United Kingdom will reclassify drivers as workers, meaning around 70,000 people will now be entitled to holiday pay and workplace pension schemes. It follows court rulings in Britain and is likely to trigger calls for similar rules in other jurisdictions. It also has the potential to undermine one of the gig economy's biggest financial competitive advantages, contract labour. The European Commission expects to receive about 200 million doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine in the three months to June and is aiming to vaccinate 225 million people, or 70% of its adult population, by the end of the northern summer. Overnight, the UK said that more than 25 million people had now received a shot. And global dairy commodity prices have surged this year on the back of strong demand as countries emerge from lockdowns. Contributing to the higher prices are concerns about supplies out of New Zealand and the European Union. It comes as local dairy farmers experience one of their best seasons in years, according to Dairy Australia. More good news for the farmers. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The federal government's online booking program for COVID-19 vaccines has opened as new figures show 203,000 Australians have received a jab. Doctors say they've been swamped with inquiries since the Prime Minister said 1,000 GPs would be used to roll out the vaccines. From Monday, we entered the second phase of the vaccination program with thousands more eligible for shots. A senior Reserve Bank manager yesterday warned that the number of failed small businesses is expected to pick up in coming months as government support packages are withdrawn. Assistant Governor Chris Kent 
said smaller businesses suffered significantly from the economic hardships caused by the pandemic, and the loss of support will cause failures in the sector. ASIO has cracked a major foreign espionage network operating in Australia. According to the Australian newspaper, the spy ring, which was uncovered last year, had recruited a government official with security access to classified defence technology and was grooming current and former politicians. A new research report predicts house prices in coastal suburbs near Sydney and the Gold Coast in Queensland will climb by up to 23% over the next two years. The reasons are that people are shifting away from CBDs and they want bigger properties closer to water, according to Select Residential Property. The federal government is struggling to win Senate support to dump responsible lending laws, even though bank CEOs have been meeting with MPs this week to reassure them it won't lead to riskier lending practices, according to media reports. The announcement of the new rules, which effectively put the onus on the borrower, not the lender, to ensure they can repay a loan, triggered a surge in bank share prices in the middle of last year. Retailers are generally upbeat about prospects for the rest of 2021. The bosses of Kmart and JB Hi-Fi said that customers had less options to spend their money, particularly on overseas holidays, and much of that will find its way into local cash registers in 2021. And corporate travel management's share price fell 5.6% yesterday and was the worst performing top 200 stock after it emerged that the company's managing director had sold a block of 1.5 million shares worth more than $30 million. Jamie Ferris still holds around $400 million worth of the group's stock. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.